This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Sexual health care can be so much more than STI testing. WISP offers services like emergency contraception, helping delaying your period, UTI treatments, and so much more. They even have a product called the OMG Cream that helps provide more fulfilling orgasms for women. WISP provides same-day prescriptions and can give you discreet treatment in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Check out the link in our show notes or go to hellowisp.com and use code SWING for 15% off. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to give you a little a little recap of a recent trip we took to uh, Knoxville. Yep. So we were invited to Club Eros in Knoxville, and so we um, we just kind of told everybody about it, and it turned into it wasn't a swinger society <laughs> event, which was a little confusing. We they just hosted us; they just asked us to come. So they sold the tickets. They did all the things. We just sort of showed up, which was nice. Yeah. So if you've been following us on social media, you've probably seen where we've done different uh, club tour videos. Uh, we did tours at uh, Hedo and we did tours at Secrets and a couple of the other clubs uh, around here. And so um, the owners of Club uh, Eros reached out to us and said, hey, we'd, we'd love to have you guys come here. And, and you know, if you'd want to do a, a tour video for your YouTube, we'd We'd appreciate that because they're they are still private. Um, they're not public about, you know, so they can't do it themselves. Uh, and they're like, we'd love to host you and have you here if, if you're interested. And we were like, yeah, let us take a look. I mean, this is months ago. We said, yeah, let us take a look at our calendar. And um, you know, since they're only a few hours away from us, uh, we, we'd love to come take a trip. Yeah, we had never been. We had heard like other friends that had went, but this was our first time, so we were super excited to go, and it was a good weekend. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so we headed up there on Thursday. 
Uh, and so the idea was we would get up there and do the club tour on Thursday. That way we didn't have to try to get in there on Friday or Saturday before the club opened and have it be like a rush thing. That way we could go Thursday night. We'd, we'd have as much time as we needed to do the tour video and it wouldn't be like under pressure to get it in and get it done before, before the club opened. Well, yes, but I already had appointments oh. for Thursday. <laughs> so, so classic lace. No, no, no. It's not classic because I already had these appointments. I've had, <laughs> so I had scheduled um, a tattoo appointment in Nashville probably back in September. So we're talking a good solid like three months. And um, I go to Nashville also to get my Botox, and it was due around that time. So when I scheduled my um, tattoo appointment, I scheduled the um, Botox appointment like within a few hours of each other so I could just do all that at one time. And originally, I don't think that Eras was even on the calendar at that point. And even if it was, it was supposed to be like a Saturday night only thing. Mm -hmm. It then turned into a Friday, Saturday night thing and then somehow morphed into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because that's kind of like what happens when we do things. That's what Lacey does. Um, so when we said we would go Thursday, I was like, that's fine, but I have these two appointments. Well, I, I don't think I think we initially said we'll go Thursday. And then at some point we actually looked at the calendar and you were like, oh, crap, I have these other appointments. Yeah, because it was like the 30th of november like it was like the it was right after thanksgiving it just kind of didn't dawn on me that that thursday was actually ours i had those appointments so needless to say we had a very busy thursday yeah. we left the house at like before seven um to get to my first appointment and we were late to the first one but we made it and then we had my tattoo appointment, which um, I just got some shading on a tattoo. So it's not anything new. It was just some shading on one of mine that I didn't get shaded in when we got it. And then after that, we hit the road to Knoxville, which we had our trailer with like $4,000 worth of toys. Yeah. Again, so if you've been following us on social media, uh, we do this every year. We raise uh, toys for charity for Christmas time. Uh, and this year we had reached out to the owners of Club Eros and said, hey, is there a, a toy drive or some kind of charity in your local area that you, you know, in the Knoxville, Tennessee area that you'd like to support? Because we'd like to help, you know, raise toys for the, a charity. Uh, and they said, yeah, actually, there's a local chapter of Toys for Tots here. Um, and uh, we, we, we would love to take part in a, a charity fundraiser for them. Um, so we took to our social media and put out um, information about Toys for Tots and that we were raising money. Uh, we raised close to $1,600, mm -hmm. uh, and then we agreed, us, me and you, personally, as the Swing Nation podcast and just me and you, uh, from our personal finance, finances would match a 1000 of that. And then Swinger Society, which is our, our hotel takeover, our event business, um, we decided that that would also match. Um, so we raised $1,600. Um, we then matched what ended up being $2,000 between the business and us personally, and so um, we raised almost almost four thousand dollars. Well, we we ended up spending, and then Lacey spent three hundred dollars extra. So I think that the grand total was somewhere in the thirty nine hundred and some change. Yeah, um, was what we we spent personally, yeah. which is a or lot of toys. What we purchased in toys. Yeah, so we actually like took all that money, purchased the toys, loaded them up, put them in our trailer, and drove them there. Yeah, so we went to um, Target 
once or twice and then Walmart once or twice. I think we ended up with four or five trips to the store yeah. in order to buy that much toys. And every time I think we had at least three carts worth of, of toys. Yeah, because it's not super easy to do all that. But I remember the first year we did this. We we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go buy. And at that time, I think it was like $1,500 or something mm-hmm. worth of toys. <laughs> and that's a lot more toys than you think it is. Mm-hmm. It yeah. actually is, um, especially when, when you're not buying like Xboxes and PlayStations right. and headphones and stuff like that. Um, but just wanted to say thank you to everyone who donated and helped with this. Um, it's because of you that we were able to make this awesome donation. So thank you all. If anyone, if you donated, if you shared, if you liked anything, thank you so much. Right. Huge shout out to the the, the people on Discord too. They, they did a couple different uh, fundraiser kind of events on the Discord server as well. And uh, we really do appreciate everybody um, that donated. You know, this is important to us because... We're all about shedding a positive light on the lifestyle on um, the Swinger community. And I think one of the ways that we can do that is show that, hey, we, we do things and contribute to the local community. We're not just all about having sex parties and, 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 and um, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is a real tangent, a tangible way to give back to the community around you um, in, in, a, in a positive light and kind of shows that, you know, Swingers are actually good people and, and good functioning members of on the community, which is what we're all about. Yeah. So when we we went straight to the club on Thursday night and we got there, um, we they kind of showed us around and then we went to dinner. They took us to Chesapeake's. Is that yeah, Chesapeake's. I made notes about it. Um, mm-hmm. Which is just in downtown Knoxville area. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it's kind of like a seafoody kind of place, yeah. like steak and seafood kind yeah, of place. It was pretty good. Uh, which is. My personal favorite kind of food. Yeah, they nailed uh, it for you. Yeah, so we, we went out and ate and had a good time, sat and talked uh, with the owners of the club. Uh, Super nice people. All around great people. And yeah. what, what I like about, you know, we've gotten to travel around the world now, you know, or country and then somewhat the world. And we've met various club owners and, um, you know, hotel takeover group owners and, and things like that. And, you know, something that I'll say is in, in common with most of these people is they, they have a genuine care for the people that they serve, mm-hmm. right? They really do care about this community. And, and, you know, specifically this couple that is in charge of Club Euros, several times they said, you know, we love what you guys are doing, this community building aspect of it. We're here to help and contribute in any way we can. Just, you know, let us know how we can help. And I, I really like to see that, you know what I mean? And, and, I, and I, I think overall, if you have somebody that owns a club or owns a business that's somehow related to the lifestyle, um, you know, I think people have misconceptions that, People are doing that because if you start a lifestyle business, just money comes raining and pouring mm-hmm. in on you. And it's, it's actually the opposite. A lot of the people that are in this space or, or, or organizing in events, there's, there's really not a lot of money in it. Mm-hmm. You know, most people are coming out making like <laughs> minimum wage or something, you know, somewhere along those lines. Uh, for most of these, I mean, there's money in some events, but for most of them, it's more of a like a passion, a passion pro- project. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's definitely the case um, for, for these this, this couple. And but just just wonderful people and had a, had a great time sitting down and talking to them a little bit. Yeah. So after that, we went back to the club and filmed the YouTube video. At this point, it's like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. The tour video turned out great. It did turn out great, except there was no volume. <laughs> So we spent, I don't know, a good hour and a half, two hours doing this and multiple takes and Lacey was tired. So, you know, sometimes words don't come out and, and we did a great job, right? We did it all. The, got all the video parts looks the amazing. And the actual 
video part of it looks great. For some reason, the audio didn't record, and I still don't understand if it's a bad cable. I don't know what happened there, but uh, anyway, that's a side. So if you haven't seen the, the Club Euros tour video yet, it's because there's no audio, and uh, we're actually going to have to take a trip back. We will. Luckily, we're only a few hours away. We're going to have to mm-hmm. go back and, and do that again, But um, which I apologize for. It was obviously our mistake, but uh, thank you to the owners for taking the time because they were at the club till. Yeah, I felt bad. Nine, nine thirty at night, and you know, and this, you know, so it's a long night for them. And unfortunately, uh, we, 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 although we got great <laughs> video, we didn't get any audio from it. So after that, we kind of wrapped it up. We left our trailer at the club, and we headed over to like Smoky Mountains area. We went together with like. Nine couples? Nine couples. And got a huge cabin in the Smoky Mountains. And we did this before we realized how far away from the club it was. Or maybe we didn't realize it was quite that far. It was an hour's drive, which was not very smart. Yes and no. I, I think we, we, when, we, when we I looked up and Googled it, I'm like, well, it's an hour. But it's like, well, we're only going to the club one night. Like, you know. Is that is that worth an hour drive to kind of hang out in the Smoky Mountains and get a cool cabin and all that? And I think it I think it was. And maybe you didn't realize how far I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize. really realize. You know, I didn't think about like the windy roads and you know, kind of yeah. all that. It was kind of raining. It. it was right, windy yeah. roads, and then we're like, how do we go to the club? You know, if people have been drinking, who's going to be the duty? So there was a lot more logistics to figure mm-hmm. out um, than we realized. But <clears throat> so we. Left the club and went straight to our Airbnb slash cabin. Um, a couple was already there, J Dub, who have been on the podcast a lot. Basically um, since the beginning. Yeah, like yeah, since the beginning. Um, and we were able to hang out with them and we got in the hot tub, but we did call it a night early. Yeah. Which I think I would have liked to that, Yeah. There was kind of this is something going to happen? Is it might going to happen? And it was kind of. Well, it should have happened. But I think I was tired. And, and like she was wasn't 100%. I was not wasn't feeling, feeling well. Yeah. She was tired and just didn't, yeah. it didn't work out. But I did like spending that time, having some time. It was with nice. Her. It was nice. We really don't get a lot of like one-on-one time with couples anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can't, I mean, I can't think of, it happens very, very rarely. Yeah. So especially, you know, we've been friends with them for years now and I, I don't know if we've ever been alone we've, with we've them. had dinner with them or right. lunch with them before yeah right but never like in a in a sexy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah yeah but it was hot um and then we hot tub we got in the bed and i slept like a baby i was exhausted <laughs> it had been a long day yeah so i mean we didn't even get to the airbnb till close to midnight yeah and we had been going since like 7 a.m yeah and not just like going like Hair, makeup, high heels, like the whole shebang. So I was just tired. Mm. So Agreed. So we slept in on Friday and we had scheduled some content. So OnlyFans content with Southern Swamp. If you follow them on TikTok, we had played with them non-recorded in a playroom at the Grove. And it was very hot, and we have been trying to make that happen again. And not only just make like I just want to have sex with them just <laughs> because they're hot, but also get it on camera, right? 
<clears throat> because they're also OnlyFans creators. Right. We get that asked a lot. Like, how do we find couples to make content with and stuff like that? And, you know, again, if you've been around or followed us or see us on social media, we, we kind of get criticized for this. But also, you know, people are like, oh, they only sleep with the same people. Well, you probably people think that because they only, they only see us on social media. And if they're on our any of our, our OnlyFans platforms, they only see us with the same couples because we're, we're friends with a handful of creators. And so it's those are the only people we could show. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, but the nice thing about that is, you know, we get to know them. We're comfortable with them. Um, we enjoy spending time with them. Most of the time we've known these couples for years. Uh, and we've already had a connection, probably already had sex with them multiple, most of the couples we've had sex with at least once, if not multiple times before we actually agree to make content with them. Um, yeah. So we met them back in June. So, you know, that's six, eight months, I mm -hmm. would say. Yeah. Um, so, and we, again, would have, cam have sex with them off camera. So it's not a big stretch to have sex with them on camera. It was not a big stretch. It was no. actually a great stretch. <laughs> it was. So they came over to the cabin and we made TikToks. Took we some made, photos. Yeah, photos. Um, and then filmed some content, which was super hot. Still was not feeling 100%. I was feeling a little... Under the weather. Under the weather. But um, but not sick, if right. that makes sense. Um, but we... Um, but it was great. It was super hot. Like... I wanted to fuck them again Saturday night at the club. I did too. And they wanted to fuck us because they've told us that since we've been home. So I was, that didn't happen, but I was. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But it was, I wanted, I was down for more. I agree. But they had to get home. Yeah. And, you know, we were just talking about how we don't get a lot of alone time with, with couples and stuff like that. Uh, it seems like content is the one time we mm -hmm. do get a kind of alone time with, mm -hmm. with uh, and, and that was also nice, you know, because we had probably two or three hours where it was mm -hmm. just us and them and we mm -hmm. making the TikToks and, you know, we're joking and laughing and taking the picture, you know, like mm -hmm. th that in a way that's almost like good quality time with another couple yeah. where there's not a ton of other people around. Yeah. I mean, in this case, there was nobody else around. Well, Jerry Dub came in and filmed a little for us. They did. They yeah, did. Yeah. But for the vast majority of it, we were by ourselves. Right. But it was super hot. So that will be if you follow us on OnlyFans, that will be coming out soon. So after they left, it was kind of just like relaxed for the rest of the day. We planned Friday as for casual comfy and everyone just kind of trickled in throughout the day because there were so many of us. Some people had to work. Some people had taken the day off and they got up and drove in. So it just kind of like, I don't know, like everybody just kind of came in. Yeah. Uh, so I, my goal for the weekend was not to get dressed except for the the one time when we had to go to the club mm -hmm. and we actually brought our robes and I'm pretty sure me and you, I know me was in my robe almost the whole weekend. I put clothes on because I was actually cold. Oh. Um, so I had my like pajama pants. I had like brought my Christmas, my Christmas jammies and was in those in like a cute, sexy halter top type thing. But you did not get dressed. <laughs> I was actually helping people unload their cars in my robe. But naked underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was basically the rest of Friday afternoon was people arriving. Us, you know, oh, hi, man, we missed you. Mm -hmm. Hugs. Let's go get your stuff. Unload them. Kind of. Mm -hmm. We played some like, okay, who's in what room? Uh, you know, and uh, and that kind of thing. Yeah. We literally sat at like the kitchen table, which was like a 10 person table, if not more. And just chit chatted for 
hours. It was really nice and very like low key and kind of exactly what I wanted for the weekend. Especially because like originally I had said we would do no work, but we did make content during the day. Um, but other than that, that was really the only work that we did. If you want to call that work. It didn't feel like work. It's <laughs> no, my it favorite was, kind of work. It's the best work ever. So um, after that, a couple of the guys cooked dinner for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was very delicious. Right. Chicken, shrimp, salad, what else? Uh, yeah, so it was Tara's husband mm-hmm. uh, cooked. If you know Tara, Tara Michelle on social media, her husband cooked. And then um, J-Dub. Mr. J-Dub mm-hmm. helped. And then I even think, did Daddy Mike, I think, was in there. No, help. no, no. They didn't oh, they get there. Yet. Yeah, that's they, right. That's right. He Daddy Mike yeah. and Daphne and Jersey Couple. Didn't get to late. They did not get in until probably 930, 940. Mm-hmm. So they kind of came in at the tail end. Right. So it. we cooked dinner. We were all eating dinner. And then it was kind of the, because there was some debate of like, oh, should we all get in the pool? Should we go get in the hot tub? And, and I, because we were all sitting around and talking, it's like, we talked about doing it before dinner. And it was like, oh, we'll wait till after dinner. And after dinner, it's like, well, we should really wait until Daphne and Daddy Mike and all mm-hmm. them and Jersey Cup would get here. You know, like, we don't want to we'll wait for them. And then they got there and it was mm-hmm. like, okay. You guys eat, and then we're all going to the friggin' pool. Yeah. So that's literally what we did. So this pool had, I mean, this cabin had an indoor pool that you could have them heat, and so we did. So it was, like, not quite a hot tub. It was actually the perfect temperature. But not quite a pool. Yeah, it was perfect, and it had, like, a waterfall. It was, like, great for pictures. I did not take any pictures no, by it. I um, gave her a little, I gave her a little crap for that. Yeah, uh, it was great for pictures, but it was a lot of fun. So everybody was, like... Naked. I mean, I think some girls started in their bathing suits. I remember taking a few bathing suit bottoms off. Yeah. Oh, didn't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what are you doing with these? You don't need these yeah. here. Oh, uh, yeah. So we all went down to the pool. and uh, well, well, we did take a couple of pictures in the pool, like group photos. I think all of those are in the nude, though. So those are those are OnlyFans only pictures. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there was a few girls all got in the waterfall and kind of took pictures and then. It was just a lot of like laughing and joking and flirting. And mm-hmm. I remember making out with some people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, some couples like split off and went in the hot tub because the hot tub was like a four person. So mm-hmm. it wasn't super great for like a big group. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool. Everybody just kind of came and went. And then um, Forbidden Freaks showed up late. Another couple who's no longer, they're not really public, showed up. Um, I'm trying to think who else came. Are you trying to list off all the couples? No, I'm not. I was trying to think who came later in that night. Uh, so Mr. and Mrs. Kink. Yeah, they came during the day. Mm-hmm. But um, Forbidden Freak and um, NC Hot Wife, they came too. Well, so it was a good, it was a good group. It was a great group. It was a great group. Yeah. Like I was super attracted to everybody there. So after the pool... It was like time to play. And like coming off of our Bliss Cruise experience, we had joked in our group chat about another fuck it list. So we had quite a few ideas for it. Like spoiler alert, we we didn't do very good. Yeah, so the, the fuck it list thing. So if you don't know what a fuck it list is, it's essentially like, a list of fantasies that you'd like to to try. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go back and listen to our Bliss Cruise, we actually did a list on the podcast before it, and then we tried to check off some stuff on the Bliss Cruise. And so 
I really like that. Like, I like that intentional play. I like that. Like, let's talk about our fantasies and then try to make them happen. Um, and so we did that kind of individually. Some of the other people that went on the cruise with us kind of had a few of their own things. So we were kind of trying to encourage, well, at least I was, encourage the group to, hey, what are your fantasies? Is there anything you guys want to check off? Let's come up with a fuck it list. And I think we were trying, the goal was to kind of get each couple to pick like one thing that they wanted to do. Um, and really we knew because of this Friday night, we weren't going to the club. This was going to kind of be the group's time to to play and, and you know, kind of knock off if we had some stuff to knock off our list. Now, not everybody came up with something. Um, but a few people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I was kind of, imp- I don't know if I was, I was impressed by, but almost every female in that group of nine couples said that a gangbang was in their fantasy. Yeah, they did. I think all but maybe one or two. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about it earlier when I was thinking about us recording this podcast. I wonder what the true definition of a gangbang is. I thought we looked it up. I thought it was three or more guys. Oh. So, like, two guys and a girl is a threesome. So, three guys and a girl is a gangbang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I ended up sleeping with a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but I went that night. But I would not consider that a gangbang. Right, that was an orgy. So I think yeah. the idea of a gangbang is they're all like, it, like the attention is on the female. Right. right. Yeah. So if it was you and th- three other guys at one time, that's a gangbang. Okay. Right. So if you're with this guy for five minutes and then that guy, that that's an orgy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but my point was though, as we were talking about this, you know, one of the girls had said gangbang, and then another girl was like, well, I want to do a gangbang. And then another girl was like, I want to do a gangbang. And it's like, then almost every girl, I guess I just didn't realize like that that is like, it seems like that's the, at least the pinnacle, like fantasy. It's pretty up there. Yeah. I mean, I have. So you as a girl that has experienced gangbangs, does it live up to the, like, is it still up there for you? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think like, had that have worked in that situation, you had all like so we did have like there's nine guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean the potential there, you know, obviously probably not all nine would want, you know, to be partake or maybe couldn't get hard. So I don't know. I don't know. It would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. But yeah. we did not do it. Yeah. Um we, what we did do was a blackout room, which if you've been to a lot of these major swinging events, they will have a blackout room, which is essentially just the lights turned off. Um, right. So it's, when she says blackout room, it's a room that you go into. Every light in there is off and you can't see like you can't see the hand in front of your face. Um, and, and that's a blackout room. So essentially, when you walk through the doors, consent is given. I mean, uh, like obviously, like if so somebody is of- doing something that, you know, you can say no, thank you or stop. Right. But. But essentially, you're kind of okay in to sleep with people in there, which has always been very scary for me. Like, that does not seem fine. Like, I don't want to walk in a room and lay down and not know who is fucking me or um, touching me. But for some people, that might be their kink. Yeah. And that, so I don't want to knock that. But for me, that's never really been I, – I worry about the unknown. Like, I don't know who's in right. here. I just, want, so I just want, I want to just clarify that a little bit because there's oh. actually been a lot of – controversy about blackout rooms because of what you just said that whole consent piece yeah uh, and so i won't i won't name any events that do this but um one of the, the events that we go to every year has was you know last year they put out like blackout room guidance because they've gotten a lot of pushback about this whole how do you consent in this this type of space 
And, and from my understanding, the rules were, hey, if you enter this, this space, people are going to like yeah. hands are going to touch you because you can't even see if you're going to run into somebody. So yeah. like, you're going to bump into each other. There's going to be hands. But the idea is if you bump into somebody, you then say, hey, is it OK if I touch? You? Oh, OK. Hey, is it OK if I, you know, is it so, you know, from this one event that we attended, they were very much saying it is not supposed to be a free for all. You still have to ask for consent. But the, the big difference is people are going to be touching and running into each other because there's there's just no way to avoid it in that setting. Yeah. And so I would not be comfortable with that in a typical setting. So I would not personally go in that room. Yeah, I guess the I would idea not. of entering a public blackout room is you don't know who's in there. But for some like, people, that could be their thing. Right. If that's your thing. Yeah. And that was kind of, I think that's the pushback is like, well, people enjoy this. People want this. There's people that are consenting to this. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to get rid of the space, but... Also, as long as everybody knows what they're getting into leading up and everybody follows the rules, like we, we there, sh- there should be a safe way to do this. And, mm-hmm. and I think this particular event, again, I'm not going to name them, are they're doing a really good job of trying to facilitate that. Yeah. Um, but we've always been intrigued by this idea. Very. And so knowing that we have a group of people that we are attracted to mm-hmm. and that we've already had <laughs> relations with everybody in this group um, that we went to with this, this Airbnb with. Uh, we were like, hey, what do you guys think about the idea of doing a blackout room? This is something we've always wanted to try. Uh, and people are all about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was physically attracted to every single person there. Not to mention, I also think they're like awesome people, mm-hmm. like personality wise. So I was down for it. I thought that was like a perfect opportunity to do it. So that's what we started with on Friday night. Um, and it was hot, but we, we failed. We didn't do so. Okay, the, what happened? And we actually talked about this ahead of time. We're like, "Hey, guys, every, every guy bring a fanny pack," because the the concern was, "How are you going to find condoms or like lube or like you know?" I mean, if it's a completely blacked out room, like what? So it's like, okay, all the guys bring a little baggie or fanny pack or something with your condoms and your lube in it. And then um, what we did is the guy, the girls all went into the room. Um, and this particular Airbnb had a big like theater room mm-hmm. and so it had a bunch of couches and there a bunch of seating and, and some of the couches were like beds almost mm-hmm. uh so we had all the girls go into this theater room and find essentially find a, a place and then the guys stayed outside of the room and then we just kind of once you guys got settled we just kind of walked in blind and then closed the door behind yeah. us. yeah um i mean it was really just feel your way around until mm-hmm. you find a girl a that's yeah. not taken mm-hmm but that worked pretty good. It did, but there was no swap. Like, there was no <laughs> bell that said move along. Right. Had it been one big bed and we just, like, k- kind of had an orgy, to me, that's what a black room right. is and, more, right. blackout and, room. Right. So the issue with this room that we use for this blackout room is it, it was a theater room. And so it had, like, stairs. Mm-hmm. And the couches were on, like, multiple levels. It wasn't levels. stairs. It was, like, one well, step, step up. Right, step ups. Yeah. And then various couches so what happened is all the guys went and they found a girl and started doing their thing. And then nobody knew, like, are we supposed to swap or switch or and then some of the guys did their thing and then, like, had to went, went to go wash up and or, you know, you know, like clean up. And so they left. And then when they're leaving, they're like opening the door. And, and it was like it just didn't really. And you were with the very beautiful Mrs. Falker and you just like never stopped fucking her. Well, you I were wasn't, just I wasn't done yet. <laughs> Like the lights are on. I was having a good time. I don't know. I was like, Dan, I didn't get the memo. Okay. I didn't like Lacey was literally like, Dan, everybody else is taking a break. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was 
You were still having fun. I was in the middle of something. So, and that kind of ended that. So, basically, <laughs> what our blackout orgy turned into was a blackout one-time swap. Yeah. And then, and then done. Yeah. But it didn't stop. I mean, so. No, no. Like, then we just went basically into, we're like, like screw, it. it it kind of all got it once that it was all like, happened. Fuck it. And, let's just right, do it. Like, let's just whatever. Just everybody just fuck free for all. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened for like three hours. Well, and like some people like right <laughs> off the room was like a pool table, so like some people would go out and then come right. back in, and we were getting waters. It was hot. It was. Well, it, couples disappeared for 20, 30 minutes, forty minutes, came mm-hmm. back. Like it was. It was pretty hot. I have a couch burn on my elbow somehow. Like a I legitimate. Like, like it's like, like a scabbed over a scab. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there, I mean, it was like when we finally like turned on the lights and was done, that room was like, oh, we cleaned it up. Oh yeah. Mr. Person who comments, gives us bad reviews about <laughs> Listen, squirting and hotels. We actually put squirt blankets down we on put all, squirt the, blankets. all the yes. couches and we cleaned. We cleaned everything it, up. It, 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 we got a five-star review when we left. Yes. So everything was good, but everything was it fun. was, uh, it was pretty hot. Yeah. It was very hot. Um, I did not beat my high record. I was just going to say. Which was my thing that I wanted to put on my list. So the most people I've ever slept with in one day was six. And I've hit that six several times. Same. It's like a wall. It's like, a it's wall. like we can't get over it. And we had nine guys there. So, And I don't count girls. Because if you count girls, I've. You'd kick yeah, my butt. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that it's a competition. It's not a competition, but um, it's just kind of funny to keep up. It's almost like how big of a whore well, was I? People always ask us how many people we've slept with, and that is an impossible number to yeah. keep up with. So what we've decided is instead of tracking that, we'll just say how many sleep people have we slept with in a 24-hour period, and we can track that. Um, yeah, but I didn't think about the 24 hours. Oh, I didn't really. Oh, well. Is it 12 or 24 I, hours? I don't if it's 24 hours, count. we probably did break it. I just count when I go to bed. Um <laughs> So I had made, like, when we were talking about our fuck it list, that was my thing. I wanted to try to get past that six because, truth be told, I had slept with everybody there. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like, there's no reason I shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, unless, like, the guys are no longer into me or the guys can't get hard. I mean, because, like, life happens. So, like, I am aware of that. So, you know, the good thing is with having nine, I had a little bit of a buffer there. and Um, And I will say, you know, so we did this blackout room. That, there was a lot of pressure just in that. Like, Yeah. A um, lot of the guys were like, they didn't seem, it didn't seem to like, I think if we had just gotten in again one big bed and there was much more foreplay uh-huh. and so that, I think that would have went over better. Right. So that wasn't the, I mean, it was fun, but it wasn't the best. Uh, it was and, more and fun in theory. The whole, the orgy with nine couples was a lot. Yeah. A I lot. mean, I was getting, I was like halfway three quarters of the way through it. I was like, I don't know. I might be done. Like little Danny might need a, a break here for a minute because he's starting <laughs> to get a I've never heard you say that. But I might need a break. Yeah. I mean, I hung in there like a champ. But, you did. Um, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. And that's what I wonder, like, what is, when is too, like, is nine too much? Like, is that? I don't think so. I don't think so. We go 10, 12 at least. But yeah. what I'm saying is. I can think of a few more couples that I would like in that room. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that was it was a good time. I had it a great was a time. very good time. Yeah, um, there was lots of orgasms and yeah, and lots of stuff. anything particularly stick out that happened in that. Um, Daddy Mike got to fulfill one of his fantasies, which was hot. Like he was yes. He, so he, one of his fuck it list items was to sixty nine with his wife Daphne. 
Oh, no. To have Daphne 69 with a girl. While he's fucking That he was fucking. And he got to do that. And he was super, like, even the next day, he was like, that was fucking hot. And yeah. So, like, of course, they're, like, our best friends. So, for us, it's seeing them, like, happy. Mm-hmm. And in the, that was super hot. Well, that's what I like about this fuck it list thing is, like, you know, like, really explore your fantasies. Like, yeah. what is something that you never imagined you would do or that you, like, you know. Especially when you have good friends that you are all on the same page. Exactly. And that's what's nice yeah. about having a group like that is we could have said basically anything. Mm-hmm. And there would have been people within that group that were like, yeah, I'll help you do that. Or yeah. like, yeah, well, let's mm-hmm. try it. Let's, you know, and it could have yeah. could have been just about anything you could think of. And somebody in that group would have been all about it. Yeah. Although not anal. There's not a lot of anal people in our group. No, there's not. <laughs> there's like one or two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, Dan. I know. And none of them will let me put my dick in their ass. There's nobody in our group that will let me. <laughs> Where's S&M when you need I her? I know. Where is she? She needs to come back. <laughs> I know. So that was pretty much Saturday night. We shared a room with Daphne and Mike. We passed out. It was good. Okay. Well, I think now is the perfect time to take a little break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we'll get into Saturday when we actually go to the club and that whole um, adventure. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED. Like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. Hey, Swing Nation listeners, it's Dan here, and I want to know why you haven't checked out Cassidy.com yet. Cassidy is a lifestyle website where you can connect with other swingers, see lifestyle events near you, and chat with attendees, as well as post travel plans to meet up with pineapple people across the country. We want you to try Cassidy completely risk-free by using the 90-day Elite Membership Trial link in our show notes, or by going to theswingnation.info and clicking on the Cassidy banner under Favorite Apps and Products. All right, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate you listening to our sponsors. We love all of our sponsors. Any particular sponsor you want to call out this week, Lacey? Well, I know that we don't have a commercial for them yet, but we need to make one. But three fun. Three fun. Yeah, it's a um, it's an app to find other like a third to add in or other couples. And it's very much user friendly, more modern than I would say any other. It's like the Tinder of 
sweet. Non-monogamy. Yeah, non-monogamy. The Tinder of non-monogamy is how I describe it. So it's super user-friendly. I think like if you are in the bigger city you are in, probably the more success you have. But I still think it's like worth downloading it and trying it because you never know. Your area might have a lot of people. Um, But it's a really good – it's it's I think probably like for – the younger, like probably even like we're 40. So like I would say like the 20, early 30s. I think that would probably be like the perfect app for them. Yeah. So go check that out. If you want the link, you can go to theswingnation.info, theswingnation.info and get the link for three fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. When we left you, we just had a nine couple orgy Yeah. in a theater room. We were blacked out. The lights came back on. Everybody fucked everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't keep a track of who. I did not fuck who. everybody. You I did, did not I didn't get to fuck J Dubs, which I am still very, very sad about. <laughs> we actually had Same. a whole conversation about it. I'm Same. pretty sure she doesn't even like me anymore because <laughs> she didn't not one time the whole weekend. Um, fuck me. I'm I'm sure she tried. We're gonna break up. <laughs> um, they're not invited to the next event. Liar, liar. She's gonna get you for that comment because you know she's gonna listen to this. Uh, we'll see. I guess we'll find out if she listens to our podcast or not. She does. Uh, okay. So after not having sex with J-Dubs on <laughs> Friday night, neither one of us did. Mm-mm. We woke up Saturday, mm-hmm. and this is a big day. Yeah, this is our club night. And um, we didn't have a lot scheduled for the day, but we did have a few things scheduled. So it was a good day. We slept in. I think Daddy Mike and somebody else could breakfast. Um Mr. Jersey couple. Yes. Yeah. And she and Mrs. Jersey yes. helped as well. They were up cooking and getting ready. I don't know what time, like eight o'clock in the morning or something like that. I smelled bacon. It was like ten. But <laughs> she had on these like felt, little felt like six AM. Yeah. She had these little booty shorts oh on God. and those like high socks and her ass is like amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's not public on social media, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry to everybody because she has probably one of the best asses she in, does. in, in Mm-hmm. I don't know one of the best asses out there and yeah she's wearing these little booty shorts cooking breakfast and she kept like bending over to put stuff in I don't know whatever the oven the dishwasher I think she was just doing her thing but it was sexy as fuck yeah and I kept saying like do that again <laughs> the thing you just did can you do it again one more time and she obliged yeah which was, it was fun yeah so after breakfast we changed and went into Pigeon Forge. We went to the Nike outlet because NC Hotwife had come in with new shoes today. New before. shoes and we all were like, Where'd you get those shoes? And she so the outlet thirty five bucks for something. Yeah. And, and so the whole group was like, I need shoes, I need so shoes. So we all went and it was crazy. It was raining. It was like, it was kind of miserable. I'm not gonna lie. I was exhausted. Um, but we, we did that. But, yeah, but you bought half the Nike store. Oh, hush it. And then after that, we ate at this Mexican restaurant that was right next door to the Mex or to the Nike store. I think it was like A-Z-U-I or. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. It was very good. So we ate there again. We had 19 people. So it took forever. It did take a long time. That was my only, like I, I was starving and I'm glad we got some food, but. With that many people, the amount of time it took to get the food was kind of. Yeah, the thought was to have like a late lunch, um, early dinner, because we wouldn't really eat at the club or eat dinner before right. the club. And I don't even know, like, if we're going to do it again, how you would do that better. Like, call, like, order know. catering or something and pick it up pizza, or something. Pizza, maybe yeah. have pizza. I don't know. Yeah. So um, they do have some snacks at the club, but not enough to feed you. 
So after that, we all got ready because we had planned to take some lingerie pictures, like even with our non-public friends, just so we could have them like to share in our group chats and stuff. It was just kind of more fun. Then we did some OnlyFans ones. We didn't like Santa Claus. Like we wore Santa hats and red. It was super cute. Yeah, that was not, you know, one thing we probably don't really ever talk about is, you know, our group now is pretty big and it's probably actually majority content creators. Mm-hmm. Um, but not but everybody Depending is. on which, you know, which couples we have there. And, you know, sometimes it might be 50-50 or whatever. So what happens, what happens, and not even on purpose, is the content creators always get ready and then take a bunch of pictures and make TikToks. Because and we're like dressed that. and we're together. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and it's part of our job, right? Um, so sometimes the non-content creators kind of get left out of that yeah. a little bit. And, and some of them are like, oh, man, I wish, you know. Mm-hmm. So this time we were like, let's all take pictures together. Mm-hmm. Like, like we kind of made a point of that. And I, I and I really like in some of those pictures. Whew, yeah. Whew. Well, we all, sh- even public, non-public in our group chats, we're all sharing pictures. Yeah, every day. I mean, that's kind of my thing. Like when swingers get mad at content creators or we are all doing it. Right. Some of us just sell it and some of us don't. And that is totally okay. So it was fun to have pictures to kind of share within the group. Right. So I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we all got ready in our theme wear. The theme for this was pinups and pinstripes. Mm-hmm. That's a hard theme. You look hot. Well, thank you. But it was um, super hard. I ended up ordering like two dresses, a pair of shorts, a shirt. Didn't wear any of it. The only thing that I wore that I bought was the shoes. <laughs> uh, it's always it's always a struggle. But I did take most of it back because I didn't wear it. But um, you looked handsome. You had a pin-striped suit on. Mm-hmm. You gave your fedora to Mr. Forbidden Free. I did. Because he doesn't like not wearing a hat. Yeah, so Mr. Forbidden Freaks was like, hey, can you wear ball caps to the club? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. And he's like, oh, because he always has the hat on. He's like, man, I didn't bring a hat. And I was like, just use mine. Yeah. That was a really, like, nice friend thing to do. Well, I think, you know, we talk a lot about, like, girls being comfortable with their outfits or their clothes or their, which, you know, the truth is guys are insecure in some of the same ways. It might be a little different, but I think something like a ball cap would be a way that, you know, a guy would be mm-hmm. insecure. And so if it made him more comfortable, I, I think it's worth, you know. When you slicked your hair back, you looked good. It worked out. Mm-hmm. Your hair was perfect. Well, thank you. Yeah. So um, once we were all ready in our outfits, we did take um, some more pictures. We did same thing we did before. We did a few Together, no, do we just do one of everybody? I can't there, remember. There is one of everybody. There were different groups. Took oh, pictures, okay. Yeah. Everybody was and then we pictures. made a few TikToks, like really quick, because we had ordered a party bus. That was our solution to how the heck are we going to get to the club? So we um, rented a party bus that was going to take us from Pigeon Fords to Knoxville, wait on us, and then take us back. To the club yeah and so something we have not yet talked about is where our cabin was um in the pigeon forge area was on the side of a mountain like, like legitimately on the side of a mountain so, so much so that every time we went up and down the driveway um various um women within the group were freaking out well and the guys were having to put their <laughs> trucks in four-wheel drive uh-huh um, and it was also raining. It, it had been raining for like a day. So it was everything was wet. It was just gross. It was 
So it was like, what the fuck? How are we going to get this bus up? Or how are we going to get down? That was kind of like a conversation throughout the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, When the bus got there, there was just no way to get that bus up. So essentially there was like a little turnaround spot at the bottom of our the driveway to our cabin which wasn't a super long driveway but super steep very steep and it was raining so it so what ended up happening is everybody in full um pinup and pinstripe garb had to make their way from the cabin down the steep ass driveway yeah to the party bus yeah which was an adventure all in itself yeah luckily i had on wedges and they were like pretty secure wedges so i wasn't too wobbly but like somebody like daphne or um jersey mrs jersey they had on like stilettos so like some people change into flip-flops or just like ran down barefoot real quick and then changed um, but it was kind of a nightmare getting us all down. It was an adventure to get to the the party bus. Yeah, and we all had our bags for the club, and again, it was rain, so we had umbra- it was just it was a little bit of a nightmare. But then we get on the bus, mm-hmm. and we're quite cramped. So there was eighteen people in probably what was like maybe a fifteen person. Yeah, party I think bus. they said fifteen. <laughs> And they did say that we were fine, right, 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 um, to go over just a little, and but it was very cramped. I'm not uh-huh. gonna lie, and so it was, it was standing room only for the most, well, for three or four people. Well, yeah, or like some girls sat on guys' lap. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it was just easier to stand, but going down, I think everybody was like on laps. Right. So, so what we failed to think about in this whole party bus thing was one, there's too many people probably for the party bus we got, and then two, you're going down windy mountain roads and you're like in the rain can't see out the windows and you're not essentially people were getting car sick yes it, it was it was rough i'm not gonna lie um even i i don't really get car sick yeah. i don't really get motion sickness um but that whole not being able to see out you know and, and there's like music and light flashing lights the and music stuff going, was very loud the, and you can't see out yeah. the windows and you're just going through windy curvy mountains yeah and so by the time we got down the mountain to like the highway we had to pull over and stop and let a few people like go out and get air and like a few people were like i might just take an uber and we kind of like talked about that and then it ended up everybody got back on the bus but that was that was the whole getting down the mountain was was, was yeah i mean once we were down off the mountain it was a lot better and then the people that were getting more car sick moved them to the front luckily no one threw up or anything (laughs) like that but it definitely was um like it wasn't a very piratey vibe it was more like no. can, I, can i get down this mountain without puking like whose fucking idea was that <laughs> that was kind of the situation but we were all safe and not didn't have a, a drunk driver so that was what was the most important thing but we eventually did get to the club which was supposed to be an hour drive probably ended up being like an hour and 30 minutes because we had stopped but we eventually got there. I will there. say, once we got down the mountain, the, the ride from there to the club was pretty fun. Once yeah, got, oh, yeah, once it was a lot of fun. Yeah, like yeah. And it, so once people kind of settled their stomach and, you know, we weren't going down the mountain. We were dancing and laughing. We were dancing and music and we kind of got the, the vibe got going. It had a stripper right. pole. Right. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So by the time we got to the club, everybody was kind of turned up again. We yeah. kind of recovered from the, the perilous journey <laughs> down the side of the mountain. We were just happy to be on land, I think. Yeah. So, so we arrive at the club. Um, the owners like meet us at the door. They give us like some legit VIP treatment. They just like they did not have to do that, but it was very. <laughs> I was very grateful because it was raining outside. Right. They basically opened the door and and chauffeured us 
into the club, into the they have what they call the Ruby Room, which is like their okay. VIP, which they had saved room. for us, right. which was again super nice. We did not ask them to do that, so they basically took us back there and then checked, checked everybody, everybody in, in yeah. like remotely back there, which was super nice. And it was also nice that we had like a place to put our stuff, and there was a bar back there, which when we do the tour again, you'll, <laughs> you'll see. On you'll this. See. I promise. <laughs> I meant to have it out like today, and it just it didn't work. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. Um, but the club was packed. Um, we haven't really talked about the club. Do you want to talk a little bit about it now? Or? Yeah. So, um, the club is, um, in downtown uh, kind of Knoxville. Yeah. It's, um, a multi-level building, but it's in the bottom level. Yeah. Not, it, and it's kind of in the side of a hill. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it the basement, but it's, it's the lowest level yeah. um, of the club. Um, it kind of has more of a bar-ish feel. Like there's a lot of chairs and seating. Uh, the dance floor is not super huge, but it's also it's nice. It's like nicely decorated. Yeah. It's, it's has quaint, good lights. Right? Maybe it's not it's huge. Quaint's the word. I think of like <laughs> quaint reminds me of like a like grandma's house or something. Oh. But, <laughs> cozy. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a big huge establishment. But I think because it is a little bit smaller, if you're somebody that's newer, I think that might be a little less intimidating. I don't know. But it was – I actually really, really liked it. I was a little worried about the size, like, going in because we had all of these people saying they were coming. So, I was concerned. But it was I – I thought the club was very nice. And they've done a super good job with their lighting. And they just – they were super sweet. They have, um, I think, four playrooms in the back. And then they have like what they call the lounge, which you can play in there as well. It's like an, a group space, an orgy yeah. space. Yeah. And you could be that that whole area is clothing optional, which is good. You don't have to take your clothes off. Again, another thing, if you're new and you don't, you're not really ready for that, this might be a good club. Yes, for that. definitely stay tuned. We'll, we'll give you the full walkthrough on YouTube. Um, hopefully we get that up in the next next month or so. But uh I did like um, something that stood out about this club that I've never seen before is their whole keypad thing. Yeah. So when you check in, they give you a wristband that has like a digital key on it. uh, And that controls which spaces you can get into. Um, And the back hallway that has the couples only playrooms, only only couples keys work on that space. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's real nice. Yeah, very. Because most places they have somebody watching to make sure that – no one goes back. Like a single male doesn't go back or something like that. Like this, you physically have a key. So, and they're all color coded. So, like, I think single males is lime green. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be kind of bright. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we got there, we got checked in, um, and then it was like game on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will tell you, I, I had an absolute blast. Um, I did too. I feel like it went too fast. It did. Yeah. So, um, the club was at capacity, they were sold out. So there's somewhere around in the neighborhood of 200 people there. Um, and, and I, you know, they didn't have a DJ. And we actually talked to the owner about this the night before because he curated the playlist. Mm-hmm. And I guess he had he and his DJ friend or somebody helped him help him do it. But I thought the music was great. I thought he did a good job. There's a couple songs in there that maybe I wouldn't have picked. But like overall for the mm-hmm. night, we've definitely been to a lot of places that had not that yeah. good, good music. Yeah, they did a good job. I mean, we were on the dance floor dancing. I don't know if we've danced that much in a long time. And yeah. We were on the dance floor almost the whole the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, so people were super sweet. I don't know how many people came up. and, and uh, I felt like I wanted to say hey to more people, but because it was a small space, it was 
kind of hard to like get to people because mm-hmm. a lot of people were sitting mm-hmm. and the way the tables were like at Red Room, I could almost, I try to walk around right. to speak to everyone. And this, you almost have to go up and down individual like rows, I guess. Like kind of, that's hard for me to explain. So I don't feel like I really got to say hello and meet everyone like I wanted to, but I had an awesome time and I hope everyone did as well. Yeah, so there was 100 couples there, and what the owners had told us the night before is 80 of those 100 couples had never been to the club before. Yeah. So that's a, that's a pretty good- Like a brand new crowd. A pretty good turnout. Mm-hmm. Um, there was um, two giant boxes that were overflowing with toys that people mm-hmm. had brought. Um, and, and basically, our night at um, Club Euros was basically just dancing and talking to people. Yeah, we did not We did not get to play. I know some of our group did play in our... The, the VIP room. Yeah, in the, the VIP. Ru- the Ruby room. Yeah, yeah, the Ruby room. But we weren't out dancing. So, like, we never got that opportunity. I may or may not have made um, Mrs. Southern Swap squirt on the dance floor. That's hot. You saw it. I don't. She was leaned up against a stripper pole. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. I didn't realize she was squirting. I guess it's, I didn't. It's a little squirt. Her, her panties caught me. I kissed a lot of guys. <laughs> One in particular. Yeah. But but I kissed a lot of guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was it a good was night. Fun. I had was, fun. I had an absolute little blast. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, so as the night progresses and we're all dancing and starting to make out with people and... I think I ended up in my underwear at one point. I'm pretty sure I raffled off. So if you had brought toys, they gave you a raffle ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said, hey, Dan, do you want to MC the raffle? And at this point, I'm in like my boxers <laughs> and like just my. I think the owner was in his boxers. Just my too. blouse. And I was like, Your yeah. Blouse. I, Your blouse. Not my blouse. My vest. My, yeah, my <laughs> pinstripe vest. And I was like, yeah, I guess. And uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty, I was pretty drunk at this point. I mean, I was pretty, a little drunk at this yeah. point. And I'm like, Sure. Yeah, I'll do it. And I don't know what I said on the microphone. But I don't know what you said. Either. It was pretty funny. So we raffled off. Uh, we had donated um, some stuff from our sponsors. And then they the, had the club gave away like free nights and free memberships and stuff like that. And they had a big basket of toys and, and, and gifts. So we we gave all that away. So, again, thanks to the club to helping us mm-hmm. uh, raise money for Toys for Tots or um, raise donations for Toys for Tots. Um, and well, I don't know what I said on the microphone, but it was it was fun. It was a good time. He liked whatever you said because I do remember him saying, you did awesome. I need you here every weekend. <laughs> I do remember that. Okay. Well, good. At least I didn't <laughs> embarrass myself. But it was fun. Um, like, I feel like I wanted to be out on the dance floor, but I also wanted to be in the VIP where they were yeah. fucking and so stuff. We so, went like, back to the, I didn't go back to the VIP very much, but like either. just to pee and like refill mm-hmm. my drink. There was a few times I walked back there and people were fucking and I was like, but not a lot of people. It was like yeah. a few people. Yeah. And I can remember having conversations because people were all like, some of our groups like, let's go back to the Airbnb and I'll fuck. And, and I remember telling people like, you know what's going to happen is we're all going to get on that party bus. We're going to head back to the Airbnb. By the time we get back, that hour and a half drive is going gonna, is gonna to kill people. Yeah. So like, let's just get everybody together and fuck now in this room. Well, we had 40 minutes. And I remember I came up to multiple people and I was like, what Let's can go we fuck. do in Let's 40 minutes? Yeah. Because the bus was picking us up at 2 a.m. <laughs> so it's like, what can we do in 40 <laughs> minutes? But nothing ever happened. Right. And maybe it's because I was just having too much. Like, I didn't I, I didn't really try to. And I don't think I ever tried to rally the troops, so to speak. I to, did. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it. Usually that falls on me. Usually. I think I was trying to tell you, you? let's do this. And I think I went back and like. I think Daddy Mike had already like came and he was like, I'm done, you know. So, um, but yeah. I really wanted to play at the club and I, I was too. a little disappointed that we did not, but also get got it. 
Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Too. So like, I want to go back and play again at the, at club? the club. Yeah. They would have been. Well, the problem, the only really space they had outside of the VIP room would have been that big orgy space. But there was people in there all. Mm-hmm. Like every time I walked by there, there was a bunch of people in there. Yeah. So, um, so I don't think we ever could have had an opportunity to take over that space. But uh, anyway, so we ended up partying all night long, making out with people. People may or may not have squirted on the dance floor. And then eventually it's like it gets to 2 a.m. And, and our we had our driver had to, was supposed to be off by 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we have to go now or else we're going to mm-hmm. have to pay him more or something mm-hmm. like that. So they ended up calling for the party bus. The party bus came and, and we all packed up and left. Now, as we're leaving the, the club, everybody's like, we're going back to fuck. We're going back to fuck. And I'm in my head. I'm thinking, I don't think that's going to happen because this is like by the time we left the club, it had to be like 2.30. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So we get on the party bus and, and I will say on the way back, people are still in party mode. Oh, yeah. we Some have, people are falling asleep in the corners of the bus. But the videos <laughs> that we have, we can't share them because there's people that aren't public on the bus. Yeah, but they're hilarious. Like some people are like nodding off. We're singing. Um, Lacey's singing. No, everybody. Lacey and Mrs. Forbidden Freak are singing Strawberry Wine. Yeah. We're seeing, and then like somebody told me I look like Shania Twain because I had a blue jean jacket on and my hair up. So, Mr. Forbidden Freak, yeah. So, Which no, I think, you're I think it was off. Mr. Falker. Oh, okay. So then I'm like trying to sing. The funny thing is, Daphne was dead asleep, and then you all started singing Strawberry Wine, and she just perked right up and like started singing with without, her eyes closed without even missing a beat. Like, <laughs> there was a little fucking. Um, okay. So it all started with. J-Dub somehow ended up with me and her husband's dick in her hand. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's she's sitting in between us and, like, each one of them, she's stroking both of our dicks. And then at some point, she's taking turns sucking each one of our dicks. And then once that started, it was almost like game on. Well, then I got over there and he was trying to make me squirt, but I had on leather leggings and so, like, I knew if I squirted in leather, like, that was going to, that's gross. I don't want to sit the, the rest 45 minutes in leather leggings. You know, yeah. I was like, no, we're not doing we that. Did, well, you might not have squirted, but we definitely made Miss J-Dub squirt. Oh, for sure. But I just didn't want to ride in it. So I felt bad. But I was like, no, no, no more. Yeah. And then it came, it, it was said that Tara's fuck it list was to get fucked on the party bus. Yeah. That was one of her fantasies. Uh-huh. Um, so after J dubs got me hard, I like went over, you were like sitting beside her on the other side Mm -hmm. and I just kind of like brought my dick over to you (laughs) and then like you started sucking it. She started sucking it. I think Miss Fokker was sucking it at one point. Like I was living my best life on this this party bus. Um, and then I was like, Tara, I heard you want to get fucked on the party bus. Mm -hmm. She's like, I do. And I was like, well, I would, I would like to be the one to do that. Yeah. And so we asked her husband if that was okay. And Everybody consented. And so she like turned around and put like hands on knees. Like on the glass. Hands on the window. Mm -hmm. So as I was fucking her, um, you know, so she's turned around with her like her head pressed up against Mm -hmm. the glass and her hands kind of like gripping the edge of the bench seats. Don't worry. This bus is has tinted windows. So you cannot see. You cannot see inside. Yeah. So don't worry. It's It's also like blackout. It's also like 230 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) There's nobody on the roads. But I'm like holding the handles mm-hmm. like there was like you know like i don't know like those oaf shit handles like mm-hmm. almost like if you were on a subway those handles you hold when you're standing up to not like fall over so i'm holding those she's pressed up against the glass and i can remember thinking like i hope that glass is like safety yeah, graded because it was kind of like bowing a little bit mm-hmm. like moving a little bit and i was like if i if she breaks through that glass like this is gonna be a shit oh, show. God. yes uh 
but it was hot. It was very hot. I've never, I don't, I don't, I've never fucked on it. I, I had like bang bus in my head, like you know, like bang bus, like the the porn. I don't know if no, I don't have no idea. Like, this is this is fucking hot. Yeah. yeah, it was very hot. She squirted all over the place. Yes, she did. Like all over the mm-hmm. place. Like a luckily, lot. somebody had brought a towel, which is like <laughs> maybe to cover their head, so we were able to clean it up. So Mr. Yeah, Squirt guy, that's we what it was. It, it was raining, and one of the girls had grabbed the towel mm-hmm. to put over their head. To get on the bus because it was raining. And so there just happened to be a towel on the mm-hmm. bus. No. Forbidden Freaks were on the sugar pole. If you don't know, they are like amazing on the sugar <laughs> pole. And then at some point, Daphne, again, half asleep, somehow perks up and gets on top of Mr. Forbidden Freaks. And it's like doing this move on this sugar pole. It was pretty awesome. It was a hot bus ride. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, again, once we got back to the actual windy mountains it became not fun for a little while. Mm-mm. And then when we got up to the room, we all get in and everyone's like, we're going to fuck. Well, it wasn't even so we got to the bottom of the hill. So then you have to hike mm-hmm. up the hill to the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So if we get the Airbnb, everybody's like, back to the theater room. We're all going to go fuck. We're all going to go fuck. And by everybody, I might mean like me and Lacey. And I think J-Dubs. <laughs> it might have been the only there was people. three couples. <laughs> um, and honestly, I was pretty tapped out. But I knew that you really wanted to go. So I was like trying to be like a good wife. Well, then I changed into like comfy clothes. And then I laid on the bed. And then everybody was taking forever to get like prepared so by the time right, so it, it ends up with me and you mm-hmm. tara and her husband mm-hmm. and then mr and mrs j-dubs mm-hmm. all end up in the theater room yeah and it was like like you said people kept leaving to go see if because more people said they were coming but they weren't there yeah so it's like 15 minutes of like are they coming are they not coming too much downtime yeah and then we're like fuck it we're just let's just let's just play and so it, it uh tara wanted a gangbang mm-hmm. and so we're like well there's three guys here that technically that's a gangbang right Mm -hmm. and so we start (laughs) playing with her and you literally fall asleep i was tired you literally are like (laughs) i was trying to be i was trying to be a team sport babe i was trying to be there but yeah i was done as soon as i put comfy clothes on i should have known and i think i kind of hinted to you upstairs like i'm really tired and you were just like okay well we're gonna go fuck you know you go to bed after we get done fucking yeah um, but now, I will what, say, I also had not come no, all weekend. Yet. No, you had not come all weekend, which was, we should not have done that. <laughs> so eventually I was like, you see that I'm like falling asleep. You're like, okay, we can't do this. So me and you go to like. And it the, wasn't just you. I mean, you were falling asleep. But I think everybody kind of was. A couple of the guys were just having a hard time getting going, if you know what yeah. I mean. Because it's just, everybody was exhausted. Yeah. And I'm like, baby. I need to come at least. And you're yeah. like, okay, let me take you back to the back couch and I'll mm-hmm. make and I'll make you come. And I did. So it was pretty what ended up happening was basically a everybody was with their partner. Parallel play mm-hmm. where every, all the guys wanted to come, but it was too much to kind of get everybody going mm-hmm. together. So it was like parallel play in all the wives. Because I'll tell you, you know, people always say like, Oh, what if this other person's better than your you know, like, oh, what if they rock your world and you leave your partner for this is the prime example of everybody's wife knows how to take care of their husband right because mm-hmm. when we were trying to play in a group like a couple of guys you know like even me like was having a hard time getting going mm-hmm. and getting my dick hard and stuff like that but as soon as i got on that couch with you and i see like the other couples fucking and you start like playing with me and saying some dirty shit in my ear you, you made me come in like three minutes and that wasn't just us every couple did that which i was grateful for three minutes because <laughs> i was ready to the fuck to bed <laughs> And Lacey's like, all right, bedtime. No, I literally got up and left the room and left you in there. Yeah, to clean up. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done. Good night. Bye, y'all. And like. Well, I think I I can't remember something. I don't know. 
I had to wait for one of the other couples to finish to like get our stuff or something. Yeah, because y'all turned on the lights yeah, and cleaned yeah. everything up. So, and that was really that was Saturday night. We went to bed. We got up. We packed. We got out. We did. It was a mad bat that I think everybody in that Airbnb slept until like the, the last, last possible set, yeah. minute. <laughs> but we got out, got everything cleaned up like we were supposed you know, it's to. Like, be out by eleven. I think it was like eleven o two. We were yeah. like getting in our car and leaving. But we did, we had made arrangements to go drop all the toys off in Knoxville. So we went and met the owners again, loaded up the trailer and drove it over um, and dropped it off. They did ask us where the toys were from. And again, this is kind of like, I did want to tell them, I didn't want to hide who we were. We were also in a church. It was, we were all exhausted and really just didn't feel like, dealing with it so what did you say yeah so we arrive at this church and there's like a little warehouse thing out behind the church which was almost like a clubhouse or something mm-hmm. um and there was some marine there in civilian clothes who was representing toys for tops but then there was like a kid or two mm-hmm. and like a couple families and stuff that were helping us and stuff and the yeah the marines like hey so who who are you guys exactly like who what organization are you guys and i was like oh um when i pointed to the the owners of the club i'm like oh they own a private members only club in in knoxville and we had a christmas party and everybody brought toys for for them <laughs> they're like oh okay and i think he kind of got the idea of like i'm not going to tell you mm-hmm. like that's all i'm going to tell you like yeah. it was kind of a back and forth thing and then i said that and he was like oh okay and he didn't ask any more questions yeah. but it, it, i almost feel bad like i should have been able to say yeah they are from club euros which is a swingers club mm-hmm. in knoxville yeah and they helped raise this you know by the time we got the, all the donations from the event it's probably close to five thousand dollars in toys mm-hmm. that got donated but the issue is there's such a stigma around our lifestyle yeah i was afraid that that would maybe they would reject the toys mm-hmm. based on that right mm-hmm. or maybe you know like i just was afraid of what that might cause yeah and so it was just easier not to say that yeah i hate that yeah i, I me had too. to do that mm-hmm. but i would rather do it that way and have kids get toys for christmas then have somebody take some kind of yeah moral stand and like reject them or something like not yeah. saying that they would have done that i have no idea they didn't give any inclination that they would so i'm not we're just so used to people we're just judging. so used yeah. to it that that's the decision that we made and i think us and the owners of the club were kind of on the same page about that um but i really do think that that's unfortunate yeah i do think it was unfortunate i was so exhausted that if that became like a conversation in a back i would have died i mean like <laughs> Just leave the toys. Let's go. I was exhausted. I was like, please don't just give them the toys and let's go. You know, like we yeah. did our good deed. The kids get toys. It's really, That's really where it that. comes yeah. from is really irrelevant. So let's just donate and then go. Right. But we had a great weekend. It was a whirlwind like always. Club Euros was amazing um their locals their staff everybody was so so kind and thank you very much for having us we will come back we will fix the video so that way you all can watch it and see and if you are in the knoxville area i highly suggest you going i agree i agree yeah huge shout out to like you said the the staff there was amazing and Mm -hmm. they took really good care of us and again i can tell that they're genuine people that care about the community and are trying to foster a safe a safe place for people yeah. uh, which is those are the kind of people that we we can get get behind yeah all right well i think with that if you got anything else for the nope. swing nation listeners okay i think with that in a world full of apples be the pineapple be the pineapple guys bye bye, bye.
If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.